what is up you guys i hope everyone's doing well okay i'm doing another oracle reading right now and i initially wasn't going to share um but then i started to realize that this is gonna have some gold in it and it's gonna be helpful for me to speak aloud i don't I'm choosing to not go into a whole lot of context behind this other than I'm in a program with Elise Bassine. It's called The Sacred Money Mind. And in it, she has a private podcast um, where there's a guest on there. Um, it's Jennifer Logmore, who she channels like the... She channels Mother Malia. I don't have much more information other than that, other than it's very high frequency. I was just synchronistically led down this route, and it's been, like, slowly unfolding for many months now, but today feels like a culmination time. And then I just listened to the episode just now, and I just feel activated as fuck, um, which, yeah, that sounds about right for the circumstances that I'm talking about. None of this... Most people probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. That's fine. Just know that... I am... My question is... Mother Malia was talking about attuning to divine perfection and that... Like, it's something that's available to us at all times we just have to allow it to literally serve us to work for us like making I'm like hesitant to even say these things because I know I've gotten a really good background on how I have gotten to the point of all these things being true so whenever I just flat out say it with no background it sounds ridiculous but make like having money is as easy as breathing is true according to divine perfection and divine perfection definitely resonates as the place that I'm going. If you haven't listened to the last Oracle reading, I think it's episode six. Um, that one totally goes into this one right now. My question was, how can I stay grounded in divine protection perfection when the programming and like, my logical mind tried to tell me that it can't be that easy. And as soon as I started shuffling, I just had a knowing. I was like, the cards are going to come out really quickly. Like, usually it takes a little minute. And it was, like, right there. Three fell out. And usually I would I would just, like, keep going and, like, put them back in the deck. Be like, oh, that was a messy shuffle. But I saw the names and I literally laughed. So it was the Starseed card, then the Deep Replenishment card, and then Trust the Niggle. This is the first Oracle deck I have. I have a lot more experience with this one. So, yeah, just know that all three of these cards I've gotten many a times. And the fact that these are the ones that I just pulled is no surprise to me. And already a great... Um... um it feels good. Okay. Uh, I'm using the Work Your Light Oracle Cards by Rebecca Campbell, by the way. Okay. So, let's, I actually, this is a live reveal. 
So I haven't looked at the bottom card. Transformation. Okay, yep. I've gotten all these cards a bunch of times. So let's actually go to that one first. So the overall, like... Jesus Christ, what am I... The overall... Oh, like, the foundation... Oh my god, I'm, like, really struggling with words right now. The foundational energy, Jesus, of this reading is the transformation card. Okay, transformation. Things are changing at a cellular level, deep healing. I was, like, literally just finished doing a breath work. I feel like that's why I'm kind of, like, feeling loopy right now. Um, But I was doing breath work, and... Just tuning into like infinite abundance, divine perfection, and then I could like feel all of my cells taking it on. And they were talking about that in the man in the meditation after I was like thinking about that. And now this is like things are changing at a cellular level. And it's also the first sentence. Okay. Things are changing at a cellular level. You are not who you were a year ago or who you will soon be. You're in between emerging, half risen, half falling. Keep doing the work. You're transforming. Oh, I know it. I feel it. Jesus. Okay, you'll look back at this time with awe. I've literally been thinking about that lately. Like, just being like, I'm going to look back on the last few months of 2023 and, I mean, beyond. But especially this time and be like, holy shit. She put on her running shoes and she started fucking running but turns out she flew instead i feel like that's what it's gonna look like looking back um so much is happening in your inner world and within your cells it's time to release old ways of being that have kept you in fight flight freeze mode to choose a new way of being where trauma is not the driving force dude the way i feel this in a much different way than i did when I first got this deck it's like I feel like these are the cards that I first started getting and now right like this reading is probably going to be like look how far you've come like you remember how you used to feel whenever you would read these cards old childhood patterns are rising up to be healed as you allow yourself to observe them and feel them without attachment they loosen their grip and fall away you're being called to find new ways to self-soothe Saturn and the Black Madonna and the African goddess Ocean influence this card. Saturn represents destruction and transformation. The Black Madonna represents the underground and all that has been cast aside. And Ocean, it's O-S-H-U-N, Ocean, I don't know, represents the tender love of the original mother. A rethreading is happening, healing at the deepest of levels. While you're in this phase, don't put yourself under pressure to perform. Ah, dude. This all goes back to the DoorDash thing. Like, I'm genuine. (laughs) Like, today, I'm like, "Mm." Like, I had a really good morning with DoorDash today. And I was, like, chilling with it. But everything that I am, like, listening to and all the different, like, readings that I'm getting, all of them, they're literally all literally, like, everything's taken care of like sit back keep doing what you're doing like trust the inner work trust your path be a visionary it's like all so consistent that it's becoming hard to even buy into oh no I have to work still Uh, you know like I'm asking for 
consultation from my my higher self, my spirit team, all this stuff. I keep getting all these same consistent high energy messages that whenever I follow them, I feel in my body that it is what I need to be doing. Yet there's still this other part of me that needs to perform, that needs to be, be like, no, look, I did make money. I did try. I like, ah, you know? And a lot of this is like childhood Callan trying to appease her parents. Not even appease, just like make them proud. It's like, I feel like I'm constantly going to have to show my report card. And that's going to be the determining factor of like, if I'm doing good enough or not. You know, that's the energy of it. I'm choosing right now to release that that's old childhood stuff um yeah I don't need it anymore so yeah <sighs> don't put pressure on don't put yourself under pressure to perform you may need to review your relationship with your body perhaps even shifting your diet or exercise regime or getting energetic healing support I've definitely been eating better like even just like whenever I make a turkey sandwich, I'm like, this feels healthier because I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like slowly unplugging out of the old way of doing things. It just doesn't appeal to me at all. I feel how like unnatural it is, especially now that I've done a lot of like trauma healing and stuff and I'm not constantly in a trauma response. And I know what it feels like to be in better energy. Like, I'm not claiming that my energy is the highest ever, anything like that. But it's much higher than it used to be. And now that I'm in this place, I'm like, all this shit is just weighing me down. Like, I don't really know. I don't know. Like, I, ha I haven't eaten like a super healthy person ever, ever. I'm 24 years old. This is very new to me, you know? You may also need to consider some kind of emotional support as issues from, oh my God, as issues from your childhood may come up to be healed. You are deeply loved. So I just picked up the transformation card to like interact with it. And the card underneath it is share your voice and I literally feel yeah, I feel like this one's a part of the reading, too. Okay. Because, like, the card underneath it, like, I recognize that it's a nice card, everything. It doesn't feel like it's part of the reading. This one's part of the reading. I don't know where it goes. I guess we're just going to read it now. I think it totally has to do with this podcast. And, like, I don't know, probably why I started doing this reading for myself. And there was a part of me that just didn't want to admit that I'm, like, claiming divine perfection. Because it, it sounds hoity-toity. But I am. And like... Yeah, that's that. Like, it already feels like it's done. Like, I... Like I, I feel a change already. And I just... It was... Less than an hour of... Listening to a meditation and, like, the podcast thing and... 
tuning in. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Okay. Share your voice. Page 76. Come out of the cave. Persecution. Expression. You're being called to share your voice, perhaps by speaking up in a relationship or through writing, speaking, singing, or some other form of creative expression. <laughs> Podcast. We each hold a truth deep within us that longs to be expressed. Sculpted for lifetimes, the voice of your soul is like no other. It carries with it wisdom that can only be gained through soul history and growth. By remembering, tapping into, and expressing this unique tone, we not only heal ourselves, we also heal the planet at large. Makes sense why I'm literally just talking, doing my thing, and I decide to share it with people. And all these people are like, holy shit, this is really cool. Like, people are actually really enjoying it. And yes, it's like, I don't know, some people are friends that I've been with for a little bit. Some are friends that I've recently made. Some are people that I've never met in person and have only vaguely spoken to. Um, but it's it's really cool, you know? It's been, what, not even two weeks? I'm really happy with it so far. When you share your voice, you unlock something in the universe and call a missing piece of your home. Your individual voice is the most powerful sound current on the planet. If you have kept your soul's voice silenced or held back, Chanting or singing could be truly life-changing for you. Hmm. My throat chakra is like... You know, whenever you're about to cry and it feels tingly in your throat and kind of tight. That's what it feels like, and just as I said that. As we shed the layers of our personality and start letting our unique soul speak through us, we discover that we actually have a very clear message that longs to be shared. The more we speak it, the clearer it gets. There has never been a better time in history than right now to rise up, speak your truth, and share your soul's voice. If you feel fearful, know that you're not alone and the world needs your unique tone in order to harmonize. As we each rise up and share our song, we make it easier for the next person to do the same. I've definitely experienced that. Like, Just when I'm in the moments of like, allowing myself to be who I am and just like you know whatever it's like people come up to me and they're like dude you're dancing all funky now I want to dance all funky it feels really good like it's like I'm okay with being the only person getting down in a crowd I'm okay with being the only person on the dance floor I don't give a fuck but it's really cool whenever my willingness to do that invites others to do the same for themselves like because I've been in times where I've been like, man, I want to dance right now, but, like, nobody's dancing. And then I see somebody getting down, and I'm like, okay, it's like a little invitation, you know? I'm not the only one. And sometimes that's all you need at first. And But it's, like, I like to view myself, it's, like, not a condescending thing, but, like, to be the light in people's lives until they're ready to be their own light, you know? Just have to have boundaries with that. Okay. So Starseed, what lights you up? Let's go back to my question was, what, how can I ground myself in divine perfection whenever the programming and like my logical thinking mind tries to tell me that it can't be as easy as just doing
doing my soul's mission and knowing that I'm going to be provided for through that. And like right now, I'm not totally sure what that looks like, but I know that I'm moving into preparing to like start my own business. I've always known that that's what I, I say always. For a while, I've known that's what I want to do. I have a business degree. The business degree taught me what I don't want to do in my business. Um, and now I'm learning the things that I do want to do. So, yeah. So one of the ways that I can ground myself is to remind myself of, one, the fact that I'm a fucking, like, we're all interdimensional fucking beings here. Like, I'm a starseed. I'm I'm existing here. That's a miracle. I'm on vacation right now. <sighs> what lights you up? So when I think about what lights me up, it's literally being a starseed. Like, my mission, like, the reason I'm here, like, uncovering that and living it out. Whenever I'm doing that, oh, I'm feeling so much better. Okay. Starseeds are souls with a double mission to raise their own consciousness and the consciousness of the planet. They are old souls who have incarnated elsewhere beyond this planet. Many starseeds arrive with a feeling that time is running out, yep, and that there's something that they came here to do, yep, or create, yep, or contribute, yep, all of them. Um, if you pull this card, it's to confirm that you are a starseed and you're being encouraged to answer the call to follow what lights you up. So, like, doing this podcast, working on my spiritual courses that I've been talking about. Those are the things right now that are really lighting me up. Um, that I'm being called to, like, oh, just immerse myself in, you know? Once awake, most starseed souls find it hard to have meaningless conversations, jobs, and relationships. Yep, yep, yep. They innately know that there's so much more to life and feel that there is something more and get to work. They remain restless until they step into their calling, which is to light up the world with their unique presence. Starseeds are scattered all over the planet, in hospitals and schools, in slums and mansions, on stages and in edit suites, in parks and nightclubs, in taxis and theme parks. Many starseeds spend parts of their lives trying to fit in, yep, are in some form of a spiritual closet, yep. If you're dimming your light to fit in, it's time that you stop and start embracing the unique light that you came here to share and treat your time on Earth like a glorious vacation. <laughs> All right. How can I further ground myself into divine perfection? And I get the deep replenishment card, which is retreat, rest, be held. It's hard to do. It's fucking hard. This is taking a massive amount of trust on my end lately. Like, what I'm doing seems a little crazy because the part that you don't see in action is the trust. And that's, like, holding up pretty much all of the weight for me at this point. I'm just having to, like, ugh, like, just, like, relax my body. Like, you know, whenever someone, like, picks you up and holds you, like, like a bride or like a baby, whatever. And you're like tensed and still supporting your weight even though they're holding you. It's like that's the point that I'm in and I just need to relax to the point where like I could almost fall asleep and just let myself be held, you know? Okay. Deep replenish replenishment, retreat, rest, be held. 
The most selfless thing you can do is fill up your own inner well. When we are running around half-filled, we subconsciously look to things and people around us to give us the nourishment and nurturing that we so so deeply crave. Nothing can grow in barren lands. You're no good to anyone if you're running on empty. The feminine is bountiful, fertile, and rich. No wonder I've been drawn to fucking sink into the feminine. Tend to your own well and watches the amount you have to give multiplies. If your inner well isn't full, you will find yourself craving things from the outside world to fill it. This is our body's instinctive way of reaching for the grounding and nurturing that we are not allowing ourselves. Huh. So literally whenever I'm feeling like I need to reach and follow those instincts of not feeling like I have enough, like, oh, I should, I actually should DoorDash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can, yeah, this divine perfection stuff, I don't know, DoorDash, you know, that's an instinctive thing. And what that is telling me is that my, I just need, I just want to be grounded and nurtured in that moment. It's not about going back on my word and then doing the DoorDash to alleviate the sense of panic that I have in that moment. It's about grounding and nurturing myself back to a state of neutrality that I was before. I know I know how to do that, too. Huh. What nourishes you? What refuels your body? What is nectar for your soul? What brings you back to life? What is your secret medicine? What makes you feel abundant and fertile, overspilling with life? Hmm. So for me, it's live music. Right now, my body has been absolutely drained. I don't have any shows planned for the next couple of weeks. Who knows what will happen? It's Denver. Um, what I mean by that for people who don't live in Denver is that there's just live music all the time. Um, what nourishes me, refuels me, is nectar for my soul. Spending time alone with my dog. Literally working on my spiritual side. Like, that has been what I've just... It's like, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're so thirsty and you just down your whole water bottle and you're like, oh, okay, thank God that was there. That's how I feel right now with all this spiritual stuff. Like, being called in. I'm, like, just called to, like, chug this spiritual water. Not holy water. I, I don't know. Okay. It may be gardening, arranging flowers, getting a massage, using luxurious essential oils, snuggling up on the couch, hiking, sipping a good coffee at your favorite cafe, attending a women's circle, reading about sacred sites, spontaneous bike rides, walking along the beach, or yin yoga. What nourishes you is your medicine. When you give yourself the medicine that you need to be nourished, you nourish all those around you for there is more than enough to go around. Okay. Let's, like, reflect more deeply on what actually nourishes me. Sorry for that gross sound. Hi, Harlow, baby. Um, nature, like, like, observing it, you know, and I'm trying to keep 
a much more positive outlook about winter, but it's starting to snow at this point of year, and uh, I don't know. I'm not really worried about seasonal depression anymore. I was a couple weeks ago. I haven't even thought about it. I've kind of been enjoying the snow, honestly. I know it's the first couple of the year, but... I don't know, it just makes it a little bit more difficult to go out, but it's like it's just a little moment. It's like this morning I was door dashing and I came up over a hill and it was just like you had a really good view of the mountains and they're like snow capped and it's just fucking beautiful here. It really is. Um So that and Warm showers, fucking baths, really. I really want a bathtub. My next house is having a bathtub, like a clawfoot bathtub. It's dope. Um, like, food. I got stuff to make beef roast. I'm probably gonna do that tonight. That sounds really good. I just want y'all to know that I did make beef roast and I'm eating it right now as I edit and it's really fucking good. So get an Instapot. I'm excited for that. Um, breath work has been really nice. I've been using weed a lot more consciously. It wasn't like an issue before. I'm just like now like when I actually am feeling overwhelmed and on hyperdrive, I'm like, okay, let's just smoke a little bit of weed and meditate it's like i can pick up on take some of my conscious mind out of it so i can integrate things better it just like goes straight through it like takes away some of the filters that my conscious mind tries to keep things in um the podcast and everything that i've been listening to lately those are really important for keeping my vibration high and just, like, being, like, a constant reminder. It's like I remind myself, but it is nice to hear from other perspectives, like, exactly what it is I was needing to hear. And they weren't even talking, like, directly to me. They were on their own podcast, you know? Oh. Amy was actually talking about that, about how basically our sacral chakra is a magnet that attracts other people's solar plexus chakra towards us because they have basically codes of information that we need at that point in our journey and so a lot of times it's unconscious like we don't even realize that we're, what we're doing but we're just drawn to certain people because we need certain codes and it happens through our sacral and solar plexus like magnets so it's like I have a podcast and there's people in my audience and the people in my audience through their sacral chakra is bringing the information that they need through me and through my solar plexus. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool stuff. Learning about, like, the chakras, I'm, I'm really still not, like, super, super familiar with any of them. I feel like I have a decent understanding, but literally... We've all got chakras, and therefore, we are all magic. It's crazy. Okay. Okay, last card. Trust the niggle. What is the niggle feeling trying to tell you? 
I literally, <laughs> as soon as I saw this card, I was like, oh, God. The niggle feeling is telling me. Like, I, I had the thought the other day. I was like, what if I stayed home for a week straight? Like, pretend like I was just snowed in. You know, I would, like, walk Harlow and stuff. But, like, oh, can't go anywhere. I'm buying groceries for the week. Like, what if I just stayed home for a week and hung out with myself? And I was just so excited by the idea of that. And, like, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. The niggle feeling is telling me, like, go inwards. Do this scary thing and allow yourself to be okay with the fact that it's scary and to not let that tank your vibe. Like, have a good time. Be scared, but have a good time. You know? And having a good time doesn't mean, like, I don't know. It means whatever you want it to mean for you if you're taking this on. What is the niggling feeling trying to tell you? That niggling feeling, that annoying niggling feeling. <laughs> okay. Oh, that inconvenient, annoying, niggling feeling. Try as you might, it's there, and it ain't gone anywhere. Most people spend years ignoring their niggling feelings, throwing their best dollops of stubbornness, ego, and post-rationalization to numb them out. It's exhausting, and until you face the niggle, life just throws you more bait to awaken it, to draw your attention to the light within you that is bursting to come out. That niggle is an arrow pointing to what is standing in your way. Okay, well, so, the relationship, the conversation, the decision, the shift that needs to be made, the stone in your shoe. Okay, so the niggling feeling that I'm having is, like, the things that are in my way are these old fucking systems that I'm still 100% buying into. And, the, okay, I don't like that I keep trying to justify this but just for the record there are plenty of people in the spiritual community who quit their jobs with no money and have no idea how anything's going to work out for them and things work out for them and I'm not doing this because of that but just I just want it to be known that this like I'm not totally senile right now I feel a little crazy though huh all the people I look up to talk about how they constantly felt crazy, though, so. Um, okay. Often we feel the niggling feeling in our body first. Many people think that intuition is something from the higher realms, but in fact, it is the body that is the intuitive one, working through our senses to deliver vibrational information. It takes just a moment every day to scan your body to receive the intuitive intelligence and act on it quickly. You're being called to face the niggle now. If you don't face it, the universe will throw something much bigger and more obvious in your path. And then you will likely regret that you didn't answer the niggle in the first place. I know it's scary, but you are safe. Answer the niggle now. That's actually profound. I've never read that card and knew what the move was that I had to do. But right before I did this reading, I deleted the DoorDash app. Um, We're going to see how this goes. Like, genuinely, I, um, <sighs> yeah, this was before I made that decision before I even did this reading, and then this reading is just confirming it further, so. 
Yep, that's all I've got. Harlow's ready to go be let out. So I'm going to go walk my dog. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I hope y'all don't think I'm crazy. If you think I'm crazy, though, that's okay. I probably would, too. Yeah, that's all. That's all I really have. <laughs>